Hi, it's Peter here, Peter Westerby, Ginnabara Country, Mullaney, Australia. Happy to be with you for episode two in conversation with Cormac Russell. And, you know, you're aware I've broken up a one-hour conversation into three 20-minute segments. So we'll really be picking up where we left off. Um, and this this episode is is titled um, based on, on the opening comments. So um, really grateful for Cormac and for the listeners. And here we go. Can I just go back? Because there was this phrase you used in that commentary where you said services, you know, supplement a life, but they don't a life make. They don't make a life. You know, and I've been trying to, I've, I mean, I've been even with all my years in this work, been trying to persuade some of my colleagues in the service that I currently work with to say, you know, you, you're providing a great service, but this is only like 2% of these people's lives. You know, they, the 98% is out there in the neighborhood and the dark nights. Um, like, so, but it's like, I, it's like people don't hear me. Um, mm. Like they, they're just, their focus is their world of profession. And I, I'm just wondering if you, the, yeah, like neither yeah. of us want, we, we value services, but how do we, build dialogue that helps the professional see their place in this broader ecology, you know, um, of life. Yeah, and I, exactly. And, and I think, I suppose, what we're talking about is what we might call the institutional assumption. The, the assumption that what I see here is somebody or some place that is the sum of its perceived needs. You know, so, and that's it, it. It's really striking how easy it is to kind of see a person or see a place and think they're a unit of consumption, you know. Um, so I, I think that assumption that um, people need service starts further back mm. with people are primarily just consumers of stuff, of programs, of services. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think most people naturally think that. I think they become socialized into thinking that as they go through certain forms of training, um, as they come into certain kinds of institutional environments. Mm. Um, so, you know, but, but, but increasingly, the story that says, my health is in the hands of a doctor, my child's education is in the hands of a teacher, my conflict is in the hands of a lawyer, um, my, my democratic freedoms are in the hands of a politician. Um, are, are, they have become the dominant stories. And it's exactly the same story, it's the same trope uh, that the global marketplace has used to shift community mindsets from wants into needs um, and, yes. and addiction, essentially. Yeah. So it's, ex it's exactly the same institutionalization in that sense. We're schooled into it. It's back to the two uh, fish, you know, what is water? Yeah. Uh, well, institutions are the city in which we swim now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. part of the work of, I think, community development 
is to be that fish that says, hey, boys, how's the water? Mm, <laughs> you know, yeah, let's, let's, how's this working out for you? You know, how's this story working out for you that says, um, number one, you as a professional um, carry the weight of the world on your shoulders. Yeah. And you are the great class of healers and rescuers. How's that working out? Because mm. the burnout rate suggests it's not so good. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. you know, um, so your version of salvation ain't, 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 really, ain't, ain't really what people are, are buying um, or necessarily even need. So it's interesting even to challenge it, if challenge is the right word, on the grounds that services challenge themselves and actually say, you know, when we measure what we do in service land by people's quality of life, as opposed to the quality of our services, it's abysmal. And mm. that's nobody's fault, mm. you know? So a lot of work, I think, is not about demeaning professionals and saying it's your fault or you're wrong or you're, you know, I, so I, I've come to kind of, I, I know you're familiar with Ivan Illich's work and de-schooling society. Yeah. And I think he had a great analysis, yeah. but there was an element of shaming and demeaning the professionals going on there. Um, and I'm, I'm not convinced that's helpful. I don't think that shifts anything. But I do think what we're saying is, first of all, let's decenter the professional world yeah. for two reasons. One is because in a democracy, the citizen is at the center, not just with voting rights, you know, because this isn't about having papers or having voting rights. This is about being able to contribute to your neighbor, regardless of your status. Uh, everybody gets to play. Um, so, you know, we can't. We can't have a cent we can't have citizens at the center if professionals are occupying the center. So it's not about demeaning, it's about decentering. Can uh, I to create can I, space for possibility? Can I riff off that, Cormac? Because I two things I last year when I was doing some facilitation of training with local government, community development people, they read mm. one of your chapters. I asked them to there was a real resonance with a, a section where, you know, you talked about local governments are really there to enable thriving citizens and thriving living democracies, but they've been reduced to service provision. So that, that really, you know, like rates, rubbish, roads, um, housing, you know, they, they're, they're in. So these community development workers really went away going, wow, is it our, what's our role with citizenship? And then that, the other thing, because I work in a hospice and I know this is dear to your heart as well. And I'm a part time community development worker. And one of the conversations we're having is, you know, the, the hospice is used to having volunteer programs. And I'm saying with colleague, another colleague, let's activate compassionate neighbours as citizens, not develop a volunteer program. Like these two kind of, and I'm curious, those two things, local government and a hospice, this service land versus citizenship, what your thoughts might be, yeah. So, so I think what happens is when professionals pivot to seeing uh, communities as places that have 
contributions to make, uh, have strengths, uh, have um, capacities, um, even, even if those aren't always animated, but that there's incredible potential in every person, in every neighborhood, if we can discover, connect, and mobilize yeah. those capacities, then I think the role of professional has to necessarily change. Yes. You know, um, and then I think we can move from being provider of service to being precipitator of citizenship. Yeah. With services there in reserve. So, and I think that excites professionals because they go, oh, okay, so there's still a role for me. We're yeah. not saying, you know, uh, get lost. Uh, community can do it all. So this isn't, uh, you know, about um, anarchy. It isn't about uh, kind of a neoliberalism by the back door where we're getting rid of all services and all rights and entitlements. But what we're saying is going back to indigenous wisdom, this is about right relationship. And we are not in right relationship with each other. Mm. When, when we think of all the amazing things that modern life provides for us um, or affords us might be a better way of putting it. We, we have wonderful institutions. We have people who are trained like never before. We have people who have the opportunity to pursue vocations like they'd never you know, previously been able to pursue. And we have all of these freedoms. We can't take them for granted given what's going on in Europe at the moment with Ukraine, but we have all of these freedoms, um, you know, which open up many possibilities. Now, the question is, are they in right relationship with each other uh, so that, you know, we can live sustainable lives, mm. that we can extend that hope to the next seven generations? And the answer is, look, no, <laughs> they're not. Uh, there's work to be done. Um, but I, I think, you know, I get very excited when we're alongside professionals who go, my goodness, I'm not just here to provide services. I'm also here to open up space for people to have a good life and, and, and to really experience their connectivity, their collective power and their agency. Um, now, the next challenge is how do we get that sequence right? Yes. Yeah, and you, you used this beautiful framework just before, which, if I'm right, comes from your, your new book, The Well-Connected Community, which, mm. you, you, you know, when you sequence, discover, connect, mobilize. Is, is that, the, yeah. That's so, it. Yeah, could you, yeah. could you tell us more about this framework of sequence for, for professionals to be animating rather than servicing and in right relationship that you're putting so beautifully, yeah. So John McKnight and myself, so John is the, essentially the, um, the spiritual founder, if you like, or father of ABCD um, as, as an approach, as a framework. Um, John is, for those who may be interested in kind of getting a sense of where the movement might be, uh, or where ABCD is at in the community-centered movement, let's put it that way. Uh, John is 90 um, this year. Mm. Um, so, you know, he's an, an incredibly vibrant, incredibly uh, engaged, probably the most active member I know. Um, but when the pandemic kicked in, we, we wanted to write something that would speak both to, uh, you know, regular people living their lives in neighborhoods, and to people who may 
have some vocation around being alongside professionally being alongside neighbors however that kind of plays out right to you know mayors and <laughs> politicians and whatever because in a way there's lots and lots of vocational ways that we get alongside community for good and sometimes for harm actually um but in any case we wanted to write a book that spoke to that and uh, we've had the most amazing journey with a really gifted publisher who, who's kept saying but it isn't clear enough you're still in your own heads you're still using language nobody can understand you know and so on and so forth and near the this is total transparency here but near the end of the book um the editor said but in plain English, what the hell are people supposed to do if they're doing this thing called ABCD? Give it to me in three words. And I said, for God's sake, we've been saying it, you know, and we were we were really to the um, to the end of our tether. And mm. and I said, look, it's about discovering what you have, connecting what you have in loving ways and then mobilizing it to do the things you want to do to have a life. That yeah. you want that's that's all yeah. that's about yeah. it. He said so now finally we have it it's discover connect and mobilize we said, we've been saying that for you know a year and a half he said no you haven't mm. and it really challenged us to have somebody and it's such a gift to have somebody who has absolutely no initiating uh or no initiation uh in in this in this world and any like no community background no nothing coming in and saying it's still not clear to me so it was a wonderful gift and, and, and it, we went back and we thought, yes, let's write a book that says, you know, just thinking about those three stages of community development starts with this very deep discovery. Mm. And it, it was really interesting to take each of those three things and think, my goodness, it's not easy, actually, in, in modern life, which is so individualistic and so consumerist to discover yeah. because you've got all kinds of things that could distract you. And you mentioned earlier on about the map. Um, and of course, the map is not the territory. But sometimes we're handed maps that say, well, this is a legitimate map. And this will tell you what the territory is. But all that's on that map are the deficits and the problems and the supposed brokenness, you know, and mm -hmm. or, or else it's a paint by numbers map. You know, it's one of these maps you give the kids and you say, right, join the dots or paint it in. And they say, but you're only allowed put in the parts that are miserable and are broken and are deficient. Um, and this is the setup to service land. So this yeah. is how we write the uh, check for services uh, mm. to come in and cash. Um, and so, you know, the, the, the first part is be careful of the hazards of the wrong map. Yeah. Right. Um, but before you even get the map in your hand, you've actually got to come back to the territory. You've got to come back on land again. If you've been dislocated emotionally, if, if, if you've experienced cultural trauma, if you've subsumed or internalized the story that says you are the rugged individual, you know, it's the Frank Sinatra song, I did it my way, then you got to start humming Ubuntu again. You've got to start kind of going, no, that's a neoliberal trope. That's, you know, uh, that's, that's not going to get me to a good life um so opening up that space that's discovery mm. and that that really is slowing down about sometimes maybe even physically taking off your shoes and socks and walking on country and yes. really beginning to immerse yourself in the traditions um you know humbling yourself to honor your elders um 
hearing the stories, the mythology again, kind of connecting with your cosmology, mm. um, and respecting st other people's stories too, you know, being concerned not just about the, um, the, the very really ecological disaster that we're facing, but also the ethnocide. You know, we, we have 7,000 living languages on this planet. By the time our children uh, come to be, uh, you know, in their third age, 3,000 of those languages will no longer no. exist. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're witnessing an ethnocide on this planet as well. That mm. there is a massive, massive... Um, death and receding of you know uh, of, of of culture and language so that's all about discovery so can i just it's not nationalism I, so it sounds like there's a fair bit of deprofessionalizing deinstitutionalizing so that people can be appreciative with a new map i mean and like you mentioned ubuntu you know this shift from there's cut there's i think therefore i am to we are because of one another you know the, that beautiful african word so that that's a pretty radical re-socialization re-imagining of who we are so so yeah so you're saying this discovery process is quite not quick not easy it's slow discerning yeah. And, um, and when I looked at this section, I saw this beautiful phrase where we're also looking at what's strong, what's not, what's wrong. And uh, I, I, I do think mantras, mantras, I think of have a usefulness in our practice. Uh, so I'm kind of wondering that, that that's a beautiful mantra. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so the full mantra um, is let's start with what's strong not with what's wrong in order to address what, what's wrong and make what's strong even stronger um right and it's important to have that full um that 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 full revolve that full circle and of course circles is a kind of <laughs> a shape is important in community um so I think the idea here is, is that simply strength and, and by strength, we mean vulnerability as well. So strength, not in the industrialized sense of strength, but strength in the sense of the cultural sense of strength mm. um, and the human sense of strength, you know, so what it is to be strong in our nature rather than what it is to be strong that pushes us against our nature. Um, and, and, you know, in that sense, when we begin to say, well, what is strong and local as opposed to wrong and external or distant? What we begin to do is we begin to attend, to be present, mm. um, to engage in possibilities uh, and possibility narrative as opposed to just problem solving yeah. or even problem finding. Yeah. And I think that opens up a world of well it, it opens up a portal i i from ireland so we're very interested in our mythology and our history and thresholds <laughs> and i think that you know we, we're standing every time we stand in a neighborhood we're standing at a threshold of possibilities that are invisible and part of the work is to make them visible now mm -hmm. uh, under a threshold you know the, the in 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 latin the word for threshold is luminous Mm. where the word liminal comes from 
And of course, anybody who knows anything about depth psychology knows um, it's also where the word subliminal. So this idea of under the threshold, there's stuff happening that you can't see subliminal. Well, communities have a lot of subliminal stuff, stuff we don't know. You've got to kind of pass that threshold um, into discovery and begin to really start looking, looking for stuff with fresh eyes, with a lens. So the the mantra of start with what's strong, not wrong, is a kind of a reboot. It's a reset that says your eyes are going to be drawn in this direction. Mm. So there's going to be a whole set of people that say, look over here to service land. And what we want you to do is we want you just to hold freeze frame and look over here to community possibility first. Yes. Because you can't know what you need from service land until you know what you have in community land. Yeah. And that's the truth. Yeah. So you'll start seeing the people who are weaving the webs of connection, the people who are the hubs for conversations. You'll start noticing uh, where people are filled with stories of what they want to do. But maybe haven't got to the second step, which is connect, because I, I guess this is the, 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 our, our method, I, you know, of community is connecting. So, yeah, well, I, I'm thinking, you know, we, if we work through these two, you know, and that then we'll kind of move towards an end, Cormac, yeah? Sounds good. That brings us to the end of this second part of our one-hour conversation. Um, I'm very grateful, Cormac, and I think, you know, we've had a really good conversation about institutional assumptions and community development and really looking forward to the third and final segment of this conversation. So take care, everyone. Be well. Bye-bye.